Welcome to another episode of What Do We Know? Or What Do We Know? Do We Know Anything At All? This is your host, Sundar speaking, and I'm here with my co-host, Aruj and Manifa. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. In this episode, we are going to talk about diversity and um, representation in the workplace. It's quite a big topic, and there's so much that goes into it. And we want to talk about diversity because it's really important. When we think about what diversity is and representation in the current climate, companies are increasingly looking at their recruitment strategies to recruit for a more diverse pool of talent. And obviously there's given facts that a diverse team increases better results, they're more creative, innovative, and there's loads of research. And we all know that that's fundamentally given facts. But actually, these corporate companies aren't just recruiting diverse teams because it's the right thing to do. They're really doing it because it's the most profitable thing to do. (laughs) So when we look at diversity and the amount of emphasis and money that goes into kind of creating a diverse force and team, I guess I want to kind of explore whether diversity is just a ticking box exercise. And actually, whilst I'm focusing on diversity within the workplace, your answers might be along the lines of diversity in other areas and other fields. Just to kind of make it clear, diversity isn't just about race and gender, it's age. There's all sorts of kind of aspects that come into it. Absolutely. Mm. I just also want to say that it is a huge topic and there's so many different angles to it, especially when we look at if we were to kind of spin it on diversity in regards to inclusion or without inclusion, if we're looking at it from an aspect of how much money goes into marketing and advertising for diversity for companies and do they really reflect what they're advertising so for example if you see a lovely black hijabi on a poster of an organization does that actually reflect the workforce and and you know only until a black hijabi enters that workforce she will be able to tell us whether she saw what she saw on the poster Um, and then the questions around tokenism and all of that stuff comes into it so it's a huge topic and there's so many angles we can take I guess I just want to pick the brains of my co-host and see kind of what their experience and what their thoughts around diversity and representation is. So over to you guys, what are your thoughts on diversity and representation? And of course, answer this question with the kind of experience and knowledge that you have. I'm just interested to see what your reflection on these two buzzwords are for this episode. I think it's an interesting one. It's very relevant in today's age and it's the hot topic. There's diversity and representation and inclusion debates and what we need to do as companies or employers to make your workforce more diverse. And there's so much going on at the moment and there's so much talk on it. I think they are different things. The way I like to think about it is actually something that Riz Ahmed said in one of his interviews. He spoke about diversity as being an added extra. And it's something that we do just to like sprinkle some spices on the top to make it look like you're seeing a diverse workforce in whichever industry you're working. But actually representation just has more value. It means more when you are represented and when people that look like you are working in positions that you may want to work in one day, it just shows you that you can do it too. I like the way representation feels because it makes it feel more relatable to me Mm -hmm. and diversity for instance doesn't do that diversity does feel like a checkbox and you did mention that at the start and it does feel like a buzzword I think one way I like to describe it is that it just depends on the context and the intention Mm -hmm. so like depending on the context in which someone is hired so let's say there is a quota that 
companies have to represent a certain amount of minorities or females in their workforce and they are just fulfilling that quota, then it feels like it's done with the wrong intention. But ultimately, other people could disagree with that and say it doesn't really matter about how they get hired. It's just about them getting hired is the end goal. So the end product of having a diverse workforce, regardless of how that came about. But to me, the intention is everything. The intention behind why you want to hire this person over this person and what they bring to the table, what they bring to your company and why you chose to hire them besides somebody else like personally speaking if somebody was to hire me because I'm brown and I'm a female and I'm in tech and they're specifically hiring me for that quota then I don't feel like that's good enough Mm. but no one's ever going to tell you that maybe it's something in our subconscious maybe it's something that we think about the back of our head and think oh yeah she fits all the boxes maybe she's good enough maybe she's able to do this job but she just looks good as well. Like she will look good in our company. Sometimes you can get into that spiral of thinking, what if I've been hired for the wrong reasons? What if I've been hired because I'm not able? You don't want to be that poster girl. I don't want to be that poster girl, but I also want to be hired because I'm good for the role. Like I have the merit to go with it. I want to work. and the ability. Yeah, I want the skills and the ability and I want to show that I am able to do this, not just because I look a certain way and I fill your checkbox. The most important thing I can draw from that is the intention behind which someone is hired and diversity and representation have both different intentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how I think of it. I mean, personally, I would just say if someone hired me based on me being female brown, I would milk those opportunities (laughs) left, right and centre. But, you know, we're two different people, two different minorities that approach and address opportunities in different ways. And I see that point of view, but I don't personally like that. I wouldn't feel comfortable being hired in that way. Yeah. Share with us. So for me, I think I definitely agree that diversity and representation are two different branches, but I'd say they're two branches of the same tree almost Mm -hmm. because they do, I'm not going to say they overlap so much, but you can't have one without the other. I will touch on that Mm -hmm. as I make my point now. I think with diversity, it's more a sense of people in society, in whatever context, understanding that every individual is unique, whether it's through your gender, your ethnicity, your race, your age, your physical, like anything. This is where diversity comes from. It's the fact that, you know, diversity literally means differences, that people are different. And Mm -hmm. that's what makes up the world that we live in. So like Manny said as well, I think for me, diversity also relates to this whole idea of diversity and inclusion. So diversity in the workplace, this is something that I've heard countless of times, especially at work. And, you know, do I really fully believe in it? No. I mean, I'm not bashing diversity and inclusion in the workplace, but I am saying that from the insight of someone who's experienced, I know I was a tick off the box in a sense. I would say that there is more to it than just diversity as people put it out as this huge word of, you know, we're including people and we're trying to do good things. And I do think that intention is there for companies. And it is a very big thing of having diversity in the workplace because the positives of it are that it does have an impact on the way people work. It does have an impact on the way people think about, you know, who should be working in certain industries. No one really has a say on who should do what. People should be able to do whatever they want. Whoever they are, they should be able to work in whatever workplace they want. So I think in that sense, diversity and inclusion is really positive and it's good. But I just don't think that it plays out in the sense that it should for people who are in that diverse quota. You know, for me, I'm a South Asian Muslim female wear a hijab like there's so many tick boxes there and I'm not saying it's a bad thing for someone like me to work in a company which 
may not be diverse or may be diverse, but it definitely crosses your mind. Some mm-hmm. people might not even think about it and might think, great, like this great organization has hired me I've got a job and this is fantastic and that's totally fine because like Cinder said you know we're all different people I just wanted to add to that yeah Um, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth but it almost sounds like and something that I think about as well that whilst some companies have got diversity right so they've got people through the door but what's the next step for them how do they progress how do they develop as their kind of more privileged counterparts and if you've got people through the door but they're not in key stakeholder conversations then is your company really um diverse if they're not even in the key conversations that make up the yeah the values the ethos whatever you're trying to deliver in a company I think it takes time like I completely agree with what you're saying and it literally goes side by side with my point as well but I think in this conversation that we're having we do also have to remember that it will take time for it to get to that point where exactly you will be seeing these female CEOs and you will be seeing these girls and guys and just people from these sections of diversity doing great things and it will take time to get to that but yeah. definitely see where you're coming from and I just wanted to add on about representation I feel like representation is slightly different from diversity in the fact that it's just more the portrayal of someone or something so it's how you see yourself in something else could be an organization a person a movement a book literally anything I think representation branches out slightly more and you can see representation in so many different forms and ways I just wanted to add actually no I don't it's cool I'm done (laughs) Amazing. I would just add to that. I agree with a lot of what you guys have discussed. To just summarise and and kind of my opinion on diversity and representation, I feel like sometimes representation is that step forward from diversity. So you've got the people there. It's now about representing them in the right way and having them in key conversations, etc. And then for those that they represent and everything that they believe in they will have a community of people that can relate and it's showing that representation to those community and those people that is what representation is it's a more important part of diversity it's not just we're here now it's kind of like I represent this and this is what I can showcase to people that can relate to me and resonate I guess my next question is are you able to kind of share any good examples of when people have got diversity and representation right? Do you want to go, Manny, or should I go? You go, girl. There's one example of diversity that I found. So, guys, I definitely did go on Google and <laughs> type in examples of diversity because <laughs> I couldn't think of anything from the top of my head. And let me tell you, so many of the search results were literally diversity in the workplace, which is quite interesting that that is what's searched for so much, yeah. that people associate diversity with diversity in the workplace. Because that's not necessarily what comes to my mind. I feel like diversity is everywhere in everything. Yeah. But that's a side point. My example was actually, it's a really nice example, actually. It is a project that, so everyone knows what MasterCard is. So they did this project over a few years, which involved their older employees getting a little bit more involved when it comes to social media so they found that a lot of these employees either didn't know how to use it properly or were kind of like reluctant to use it to kind of address these generational barriers what they did was this reverse mentoring scheme and the younger employees were kind of paired up with an older employee and they had a little conversation or a scheme in a sense where specific to each individual or each pairing they would kind of talk about what they want to know about social media and kind of just I think it's just a really nice idea to kind of bring that gap together and also just make people feel good there were other examples that came up but I feel like a lot of them were very generic and they were great and nice but I really liked this one and representation example 
I feel like the first thing that came to my mind was films and TV shows. And like, for me, it's like when you see a hijabi in something, it's like, oh my God, it's a hijabi. That's not the example I was going to mention, though. I think in general, seeing people of colour, seeing Muslims, immigrants, women, like, does make you feel good. But it only makes you feel good when they're represented properly. But the example I would have given of positive representation, which is really lovely, would be within football. So the representation of so many different cultures within so many different football players. Yeah, like just to name a few. You've got people like Mo Salah, Paul Pogba, Mane, you've got Ozil, you've got, I mean, I'm naming the Muslim football players here right now. But just in general. from different countries. Yeah, they've all got different backgrounds. They're all from different teams. And I just think to see that on such a large scale was really nice. And that was my example. So there's actually two things I want to speak about in this point, and they're not exactly examples, but they're two positive things that I think are associated with diversity and representation. I think there's a lot of unconscious bias in the workplace and in general, in all of us as people, we all have unconscious bias. And as a result of that, when people hire, when people recruit for their companies, when they go through all these processes, there will be things in the back of our mind that will affect our decision making. The way to combat something like that is to be conscious of it and to try to tackle it front on. And some of the things that are out there today that help to tackle the representation within a workforce are is something called Hustle Crew. And oh, I love Hustle Crew. Yeah, Hustle Crew is amazing. And basically what they do is they have this goal of making tech more inclusive and more productive. And the way they go about doing that is having training and mentorship and workshops to help companies find better fit for their organizations and to show that they can be more inclusive. Although I can't say it's a primary example of good representation, but it's one of those things that you can use to help companies get better representation. And I like that these schemes and these initiatives are in place and people want to do things like that. Mm-hmm. That's just one example I wanted to give today about how I think something good has come about from the lack of diversity in companies around the world today. But I did want to speak about something more personal to me and So in my placement year, I was working for a tech company and I was in the development team and um, I had a female manager and yeah, (laughs) Aruj is literally miming her name to me as we speak. (laughs) The reason why I want to mention her is because I don't even realize the impact she had on my life. When I saw somebody from my background and like somebody that I really respect, the way I felt when she was my manager was just different and I didn't realize that that would have an effect on me even till today the reason why I say this or mention this is because it is about representation maybe subconsciously I didn't realize it at the time but I saw myself in her more than I have done in other people if she can do something like that it kind of encourages or it pushes people to think why can't I do Mm -hmm. that too And in my mind at the time, I didn't think anything of it. Like it wasn't anything. But when I look back, it really has had an influence on me. And it's because of the way I feel she represents us. Mm -hmm. And I feel represented by her, even if she doesn't know it. (laughs) But yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if that even made sense. It did. Um, Where have I seen good examples of diversity and representation? So my example of uh, representation is... I mean, it's not someone that's close within my circle. So I'm a huge fan of... She's an American comedian, actress and writer. Her name's Mindy Kaling. I absolutely love this woman. I actually remember seeing her 
when I used to watch Channel 4 On Demand, I used to watch The Mindy Project. And that's when I came across her. And I absolutely loved that show. It was probably one of my main kind of sitcoms that I used to watch along with Two Broke Girls. And there were so many sitcoms at the time when, when I was at school and I was heavily watching Channel 4. There's a theme in my life, Channel 4 On Demand, Netflix. Netflix. So um, when I first came across Mindy Kaling, I was just so surprised to see a South Asian American have her own sitcom TV show. And she's also the main leading character of that show. And I just remember thinking like, I can't even begin to imagine how many obstacle hurdles that she went through. And I used to have a real obsession about Googling her and trying to find out where she started like Aww. her career from. And I'm not going to go into the detail. I know a lot about Mindy and I absolutely, I really love her. Like I hope to kind of meet her one day. Mm-hmm. I'm super fangirling right now. And I think at the time when I was watching loads of other American kind of TV series and stuff like Desperate Housewives, There was no Mindy Kaling in Desperate Housewives. It was predominantly just white women and maybe a little Latina, lovely um, Eva Longoria's. Also, I had this moment of excitement. It's quite sad, actually, but you know what? I'm going to take it. It was probably one of the biggest compliments paid to me ever. I was at a house party back when I was at uni. And, you know, when you walk into a house party, you always meet new people. So I was talking to this guy and um, we really got on. And he kept saying to me, like, you really remind me of someone. And and that person's just not coming to mind. And I was just like, who? And I was like, do I know them? And and he was like, no, they're famous. And I was like, oh, who who do I remind you of? (laughs) And then he sat there, like, honestly, the whole night I sat there and I was just like, you better not leave this house party without telling me which famous person you think I look like or I remind you of and then he came to me right at the end just before he left and he's like I, I remember and he's like you know that show and I was like what show and he's like it's like the Mindy project you're like you're like the Pakistani version of Mindy honestly in that moment I was just like I'm ready to take my speech and my award right now I am ready I'm ready to say a couple of words give me my stage and just yeah the no. passion in which you're speaking about. I feel like I'm rambling so much. You know, there's probably so many other better examples of representation that I could really give. But obviously, I... But you love her. Yeah, I, I really do. I really like Mindy. So yeah, that Amazing. was um, my that was example, example representation. So after a moment of just fangirling over Mindy Kaling, let's get back to the main point of this topic. My next question to you guys is, where do you think we lack diversity and representation? Over to whoever wants to answer first. The floor is yours. <laughs> Mine's quite the floor is fire. But is, you that know still, is that still trending? The floor is fire. The floor is lava. <laughs> well, okay, where do we think diversity or representation is lacking? I have a very generic answer for this. I think for diversity, I'd say, like we've been talking throughout this episode about how different companies do have diversity, but they've got a long way to go. So I think in terms of diversity, I'd say yes, within the workplace, it probably is still lacking and there's different levels of it in different careers. Yeah, there's probably a way to go there. When I thought of representation and where that's lacking, I'd probably just generalise and say in the media, although we do see so many forms of representation, whether it's through music or TV shows or films or any general form of media that we look at and consume every day, I just think it's being done, but it's not always done correctly. So again, I feel like there's a way to go. I don't know if it will fully be diverse and fully representative of everyone, but yeah, I feel like those are my answers for that. Okay, I totally hear that, Uj. So 
for me, I don't exactly have one example for diversity and one for representation because I honestly think that there is no end goal here. Like everyone and anyone in every industry can always improve. When you say, where is it lacking? It's lacking still everywhere. There's always more that can be done. There's never a point at which we're just going to have enough and that is it. Like this company has reached the peak of diversity and representation. It just doesn't work like that. So I think more can be done in every industry, whether it's in tech, in film, in media, in every industry. That's how I think of it. So Manny, your answer leads me quite nicely to kind of where I've seen and observed a lack of diversity and representation. And I have a feeling that it is across most corporate companies. Um, So we have people at the bottom and in the middle where diversity is more prominent and more visible. But in terms of the board of any corporation and kind of the highest stakeholders, it is pretty much the same faces sitting around the seat. Sitting around the seat? (laughs) Sitting around... Everyone's sitting around one seat. (laughs) Well, they may as well. Their names are all John. (laughs) So sorry, let me just correct myself there. So in terms of kind of representation and diversity and a lack of it is actually with the main kind of senior boards for many companies and many organisations out there. And there isn't much diversity at all. I know I made that joke about John, but it really is that, you know, in terms of age, you know, your typical pale male stale people around <laughs> the table she and I, I don't want to take that. credit for that little rhyme because I did she read saw it that on Google article. exactly <laughs> say that. I read the same article did you? when you read it where you're like damn that's another way of saying it yes. yes um anyway in all of this ramble what I'm trying to say is that there seems to be one group of demographic people sitting around the table making all of the decisions and that's where we need the diversity the most and it's not because they're not doing their job right it's simply because I feel like there's a gap between them understanding or being even culturally aware of what their employees look like and what the body of that is made up of. I've come across many of them and honestly, the first hurdle that they trip up on is my name. (laughs) And my name is not even long and complicated. It's so simple. So, you know, and that's just one example. But generally speaking, I think that a lot of people that sit on a board aren't always closely linked or have an understanding of their workforce. Yeah. And they literally see people in terms of numbers and stats. And that's actually quite scary because you think... Headcount. Well, headcount, exactly. Yeah. Um. So that's where I think representation and diversity lacks hugely. But I think one thing to also note, I think in terms of that kind of representation and diversity on the level of a board of directors or on the level of, you know, where the CEO and the COO and all these kind of positions sit within a company or an organisation. I think we also have to remember that those positions are held by people who have a certain level of experience or who might have founded the company themselves. I just think it depends on the company, the Mm. situation, the people like that's an answer for everything, to be honest. But I do have one thing, though. I want to ask you one thing. So let's say there was this John at a board of directors directors and he's been working for the company x for 20 years and he's worked himself up to this position how do you now propose for him to be out of this company because you somehow feel like there needs to be more of a diverse board of directors but each one of those individuals have worked themselves up to get to that point the reason why i ask this is because how is it john's fault that he no it's it's not john's fault but what i'm saying is john is just one perspective he is one one person with one type of 
knowledge, wisdom and yeah. experience. And I'm sure that there are other people from different diverse backgrounds that also have the same level of experience. Yeah. I mean, we're talking very vaguely, but I, I, know. I think there's there's more room to put seats at the table. Yeah. That's Maybe what I'm are, to there's say. more seats that can be added, but for the people that are existing and that have, I don't know, I feel like it's a hard one because they've earned their right to be there. And... I know it's yeah. subjective and I know people don't necessarily agree with that and maybe they've had privilege their whole life and they've earned that position because of all the privilege they've had but it still takes hard work nobody just gets to places like that so I would argue that if there was three Johns at the table they may have all equally worked hard I'm not saying that it was all hard work but but also there was focus a combination on what there. those conversations look like and those key kind of things that they would discuss for the greater company they it needs to reflect the workforce mm -hmm. even if if the minorities are still a small percentage someone needs to represent them yeah because otherwise a lot of what's going on on the ground is being lost because there's only a small group yeah. of very like-minded people around the table but now john it, is not going to have a role or now he's, no john he's, will have a role okay. but, but there's like i said we can add more seats to the table everyone has a place everyone regardless of their age race has something key to kind of add and say in those kind of environments yeah. but those opportunities need to be paved for them because we can't have john speaking for everyone i just wanted to see what your no, point of no, view was no i yeah. i liked that i don't know if this question is a repetitive one but do you find or have you seen any problematic issues with diversity and representation hmm. so i think that both definitely can be problematic but i think this can be based on an individual's understanding of what diversity is and what representation is so if someone as an individual feels like they aren't being represented well or there's a lack of representation let's say for example in a certain career for a certain type of person then I feel like that's exhibit A of it being problematic because you don't see yourself in other figures around you. And I think I mentioned this earlier on, I think another problem with representation is also representation in the wrong form. So when you are seeing yourself in whatever context, whether it's your age, your ethnicity, your beliefs, when you see yourself being represented, but it's wrong and it isn't what you stand for, it, it, you know, it's, it it's is not fully you. representing you. Yeah. yeah. Then I think that's, that's definitely problematic. And we see that within the media media within yeah. you know within the world Same. we live in i also think that diversity can be problematic in what it actually is so i don't know if that makes sense but i know we've spoken a lot about diversity within the workplace throughout this episode so for me you know i i'm a south asian muslim female i know for a fact that i'm definitely a tick in that diversity box within the workplace because you know not that i'm against it and i think it's great to have especially in a workplace or organization it's great to think that you are being considered within certain sectors or within certain and roles and you know you're you're doing something and in a sense you are representing who you are like people like you as well but I think where it's noticeable and where it can be problematic is you know that feeling of hmm am I fully here for the purpose of diversity and inclusion or am I here for this company to just be like yep yeah, we've hired someone who ticks his quota we're diverse mm -hmm. you know how deep does that go and I don't know what the answer to that is because maybe there is no answer to that yeah. but it's also I think on a personal level to to an individual that's where you notice where the problems lie and where they don't um that being said I don't think think we'll ever live in a perfect world where everyone is going to be fully happy with diversity and representation out there because I think the meaning of those two words is different for every single individual whether we are conscious of it or not I think it's when you have that conversation and when you think is the world we live in diverse is the world we live in representative of of me as a human being as an individual that's when you start to think well it might be to one person but to someone else it might be completely opposite yeah I think that's my answer right okay so I definitely think there are problems in the way diversity and representation 
is enforced within an organization and the reason why I mentioned at the start about the intention and context is because I feel like there's a lot of positive discrimination that comes into the way people are hired from different backgrounds. Positive discrimination if you guys don't know is when people that were previously discriminated against are now favored as a result of that mm-hmm. and I just don't think that's right. I don't think discriminating in any form is right. I don't mention this because this is just something that we say or that's something that is done, but I genuinely believe that this is what people do in organizations. And I remember going to a tech fair when I was at uni and <laughs> I want to speak about this because it was the first time I encountered it. And in this case, I was walking around one company. I don't want to say which, but there was a grad. In case they're a future employer. <laughs> no, they will definitely not be a future employer, but this say company. Say it, go on, say it. No, I don't want to say it. Okay. Because I don't feel like this person represents the company. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But the way he tried to address me and the way he tried to attract me to the company was by saying that they positively discriminate against women. He genuinely said... said, He used those words? He used the words positively discriminate for or against women. And I was just like a bit confused about what he was trying to say. But I guess essentially what he meant was because you're a girl and because you look like the way you do, you'll have a better chance of getting into this company and that just doesn't fit well for me. Mm. That's not good enough. I want to work in a place because I deserve to be there because I'm good enough. I'm able. I have the skill set. On your merit, not on what you look like. But when he said that, honestly, nothing has stuck with me more than that day and the way he said those words. And I don't even think he realized the effect of those words and the way it affected me because not only did I not apply to the company, but I just thought about positive discrimination in such a like intense way. Mm. It made me feel like, how can discrimination be positive? Like, how does that (laughs) even make sense? I feel like that's a contradiction in itself, but there is something called positive action, which is what I feel like maybe he should have said. And maybe he should have thought about saying that. And that's- power of words. Exactly. That is a power of words. Positive action is understanding that there is- a lack of representation or lack of diversity in the workforce and you want to take certain measures and certain steps to improve the equality in your workplace. Mm. And that's a bit different to positive discrimination because it shows that you want to take the right initiative and right actions to make your workforce more represented. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of my point. I really don't like positive discrimination. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, if you guys want to know, we're currently recording on a Sunday night. Um, it's literally bedtime they for don't me. don't want to know. So. So, yeah, that's, um, it feels like it's been a long day. Today's recording session, I mean, I am giving you a snippet of behind the scenes, but it generally has been a long day, so I don't even know. It's to almost bedtime. To give you context, that. guys, it's half ten on a Sunday mm-hmm. and we have work tomorrow. I'm really tired. So, yeah, I'm just going to wrap it up and it's that part of the kind of, I was about to call it a show, it's part of the episode where we do a one-minute what's on our mind. So, who wants to start? So guys, what's on my mind is something really exciting, really happy. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm a huge football fan and team I support are Liverpool Football Club. What's on my mind is I am just so excited for the way this season is going. Fingers crossed, 2020 Premier League champions. I hope I haven't jinxed that by saying it, but you have. That is that is what's on my mind. I'm really happy we won yesterday against Tottenham. It wasn't the greatest game, but a win is a, a win. win is a win. The points are there. 61 points. Let's go. Giving you context on this, they've only drew one game and lost zero games in the Setting Premier League so far. We are. Um, if you get any tickets for the football, are they called shows? <laughs> <laughs> for 
Matches. 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 That's what I'm doing. Well, when when you see the hooligans in their stand, like, going, it's, yeah, it's basically a show. It's theatrical, isn't it? What are you talking it? about? Okay, anyway. I swear, this girl's basically, lost. Football games. Yes. Well, any game that you go to watch, yeah, just get me a ticket. All right. Do they do good chips in the uh, We don't stand? go to eat. I go to watch my team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, anyways, what's on your mind, guys? Like, what's on your we're mind, dragging Mifa? What's on my mind is actually a book that I recently read, maybe at the end of last year, um, and it's called This Is Going To Hurt by Adam Kay. It's a book about a junior doctor's diaries whilst he was on placement in different hospitals. And it's honestly very funny at times, but also so real and raw. And it makes you really understand what the doctors go through in the NHS. And if there is something that you should take, you should take away from this episode. I mean, there's a lot to take away, but definitely if you need a book to read, make sure you read that one, especially if you live in the UK. Definitely highly recommend you to read that. If you don't you've, read you've books... You've given it to me. Yeah. Yeah, have. finish Shantram first. <laughs> that is, sorry, Shantram has to be... Shantram um, is mentioned every episode. Shantram is mentioned this? every episode because this girl doesn't know how to finish a book. By <laughs> <laughs> like end of January, that was your deadline. Yeah. Is it the end of January? have got sorry. half a month yeah. left. There you go. I've you got half a month left. 18 days. Thank you. So, this, what's on your mind? What's on my mind... I'm really sorry. This isn't as thought-provoking and interesting as as Liverpool the winning the Premier book League that Manny's mentioned, and I completely forgot what Arude um, <laughs> was rattling Listen, on about. Why are you? Um, my what's on my mind on this Sunday night? What's on my mind at ten thirty-five? I'm ready to sleep. That's what what is actually on my mind. I'm need scared. to go to bed. Need to wake up on time. So need scary. to actually consistently go into work on time. That yes, is girl. That's my goal for this year, guys. Put goal. some alarms on and get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You, can you help me set an alarm, please? <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm I'm ready for bed, guys. That's what's on my mind. Oh up. yeah, wrapping it up. Sorry. Can I just say? Can I just say? It's really that. it's really hard to be a host, and I I don't like the pressure of being a host. I don't. I like to just okay. take a seat, answer where Back I have seat. answers. All right, I am a team player. Not joking. Backstreet, Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. I just can't speak today. Tell me why. (laughs) (laughs) We could have played nothing. This is how you know it's been a long day. (laughs) Your girls are dancing here. I want it that way. Tell me why. I said we're cutting all this okay. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Please. Look at that. So wait, no, sorry. Can't, Just to can't, kind of um, can't reveal myself like that to people. Sorry, can you? Listen, let's expose her. <laughs> Go on, go on, wrap up. Right, so thank you all for listening um, to this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, If you guys want to share any of your experiences or anything around the topic of diversity and representation, bloody hell, I can't get my words out, guys. (laughs) Okay, um, so if you guys want to share anything that's kind of relevant to this episode, um, whether you liked it, what you'd like to see. And what your thoughts are as well. If if there's anything that you want to add to the topics that we discussed for a future episode, let us know. Um, So hopefully you guys are following us on our um, Instagram, which is WDWK underscore podcast. And well, we'd love it if you guys just subscribed. Listen to our episode. Wait, hang on, hang on. Um, and of course, there are five set of stars that you'll see if you could just, <laughs> you know, color them all in for us and then press enter. That would be amazing. Thank you. And leave a review. Oh, yeah. 
thank you guys for listening um great hopefully we'll see you next week or we won't see you next week hopefully we'll <laughs> you'll hear us next hopefully week. you'll tune in for the next episode thank you thanks guys bye bye